Patrick Elias with 2.32 left in the third. And the Devils have taken a 2-1 lead. Here's Grossman with a wrist shot and Brodeur snatches it out of midair. Here's 88. Lindros makes the move. And Lindros is powered down to the ice by Scott Stevens. What is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. I hope everybody enjoyed the long weekend, but unfortunately, it is back to the grind. That's right. After this week, you're going to have to go back to working five days a week instead of four. You know, unfortunately, Labor Day only comes once every year. And I hope none of you are wearing white because remember, you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day. I still don't know how that works, and I still don't know how that ends. Someone told me that they believe that it ends in springtime, but I don't know when in springtime because that can vary from March towards like, I don't know, late May or if we're technically speaking, uh, I guess February to um, June. I I don't know. It still confuses me. So if you hadn't checked out yesterday's episode, I basically went into detail of my USA Today article because it was a follow up from Friday's episode. This time I'm recording this episode Monday night. Yes, I still have to work on Labor Day like a lot of other people, but still, I was glad to enjoy most of my day off, and I was able to enjoy this four-day weekend. So anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Monday's episode, I talked about my USA Today article. I finally spoke about it because I mentioned it in previous episodes, but I never really talked fully about it. So check that out because it was a follow-up from Friday's episode because I had Everett Fitzhugh join me on the show. He's going to be the new voice for the Seattle Kraken. They are set to take the ice in one full calendar year. So also check that out. We're trying to get that more out there. So I appreciate my locked on colleagues for retweeting my tweet. And also it's going to appear on, I believe, the national channel on Thursday. So keep an ear out for that if you want to listen to it again, or you could just listen to it on my channel. Anyway, back to business. So we are going to switch it up because now we are fully going to be talking about the New Jersey Devils. As you guys know, I am a big fan of their new signing, Riley Walsh. He is a defensive out of Harvard University. So what am I going to be doing in today's episode, you might ask? Well, he had a one-on-one interview with Amanda Stein. So I'm bringing back a classic. Well, quote-unquote classic because I haven't been on air for too long, but still, you guys seem to like it when I dissect these interviews and give my personal opinion, so I did this with Lindy Ruff, I did this with Marty Brodeur, I did it with uh, Fitzgerald, our GM, so you guys seem to enjoy it, and I'm just going to go back to it, so Like I said, he had a one-on-one interview with Amanda Stein about his signing. He signed a three-year entry-level deal. He won't be joining the team right away, but I believe he will make an impact at some point in the future once he's called up. It could be this season. It could be next season. Whatever the case might be, I'm excited for him because I believe he will fit really well with New Jersey, who needs some defense. And also, his teammate Adam Fox is leading that sorry Rangers defensive unit. And as we all know, who was in charge of that defensive unit again? Oh, right, our head coach, Lindy Ruff. So, you know, maybe um, Walsh, because Walsh and Adam Fox were teammates at Harvard University, led their teams in scoring as defensive men. That's really impressive. So, you know, maybe he could be like Adam Fox and just lead our defensive unit because we're pretty sorry. But I I don't mean right away, but at some point. I have the utmost faith in this kid. So we're going to dissect his interview, and I'm going to go one-on-one, give you guys my personal intake on it, and see what he really means. And I must say... I'm really excited for this. So obviously, the first part of this interview is the introduction. Amanda Stein is going to ask him how excited he is. And, you know, that's going to lead to the first question. So let's roll it, shall we? I'm here with Riley Walsh, fresh off of signing his NHL deal. Riley, thank you for joining me. How does it feel to finally put that ink to the paper? Yeah, well, thanks for having me. It, it's been 
um, a good process here trying to figure this out. It's been kind of a whirlwind, you know, few weeks, but just to put pen to paper has been an amazing feeling and, and have it go public um, on Sunday or Monday, sorry. Um, it's just, it's just awesome. And I'm super excited. And it's, you know, something I've been dreaming about since I started playing when I was a kid. So it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, things have really been very different for everyone right now, considering the pandemic and seasons were stopped and seasons will start later next year. I mean, what have those weeks leading up to this moment been like? I'm sure there was a lot of decision-making leaning one way versus the other. And what ultimately for you was the decision that this is time for me to go pro? Yeah, well, I, I had a lot of time to think about it. And, and so this whole time kind of been, you know, I had nothing much else to do. But once kind of Harvard announced we were going to be remote in the first semester and that kind of canceled all fall sports, I knew that it was going to be tough for me to, you know, find a place to play with them for the whole fall. So we started looking and, and trying to figure out like what my options were and it then came that, you know, Fitzy came in contact with us. And then from there, we kind of just started working on a plan. And I knew he had to kind of get some stuff approved by the league with the other teams who aren't in the bubble. And that kind of took a week and a week and a week. And then as we come on, it's, you know, a couple of weeks ago now, but um, I kind of had it all laid out. And then I kind of talked with Harvard, with the coaching staff there and kind of, weighed options but ultimately it led to me you know signing and um, I couldn't be more happier and excited uh, I think with everything going on it's um, yeah. it's a nice thing to happen and and whatever happens leading up to it I know I'll be in really good hands and I'm really excited to kind of get down there and start working uh okay um just a couple of things i just wanted to say uh when i was watching the video of this interview uh, i just wanted to say that there was like a shadow in the background of a toy boat that he owns because you could clearly see that he was in his room or maybe he was in a family member's room who's younger than him but i just found that hilarious that he, he should have chosen a better background i know you guys can't see it because you're essentially listening to this on the radio but i, I was just getting a kick out of it because as, as he was giving the interview you could you you can see the shadow of a toy boat. So if you are doing an interview and you know that you're going to, you know, be on video, uh, note to self, make sure your background is clear and make sure you, there's nothing that, you know, someone can roast you about. And I'm going to continue to roast them because, you know, I just have to do this. I, I, I'm i sorry. I'm a podcaster. What, what can I say? I got to point out the good, the bad, and the ugly, which, by the way, was it too long of a movie, might I ask. I don't know why my teacher forced me to watch that. But anyway, digressing a little bit. Uh, I can tell that he got into Harvard based on other things that isn't public speech because he seems a little awkward when giving the interview and maybe he's just not used to it. But when I played the clip of him getting drafted, he seemed a lot more energetic, a lot more excited. But in this case, it was more like, you know, kind of awkward just a little bit. So I just want to say that I don't think public speech was his, was his strong suit and I don't think that's what led him to get into Harvard. But uh, anyway, and also his grammar, uh, more happier. That's not how you say it. More happy or happier. Just a quick grammar lesson. I'm sorry. My mom is an English professor, and uh, English and writing essays is just one of uh, my many strong suits. So <laughs> I don't mean it to my own horn, but you know, I, I love uh, English. I love grammar, and you know that those were my strong subjects in um, in school. So uh, yeah, I, I just I just uh, 
I just got a little bit of a, uh, how would I say it? Just a little chip in my brain that just said, grammar alert, grammar alert, I am the grammar police and you made a grammar error, I'm sorry. You know what, I make grammar errors all the time. I'm sure I said a few in this uh, podcast episode already, but anyway, digressing a bit. So he gave his first answer as to how him signing with the Devils came about, which is, you know, uh, Harvard said we are going to go online for the rest of the semester. We're also canceling all sports. So I think that made it actually a little easier for him just to say, let's go to the NHL. I don't think it was as tough as a decision as he was making it out to be because, come on, man, what other options did you have? If some of you are a little confused as to what I'm talking about, Uh, I basically talked about this in my first episode involving Riley Walsh, I believe a month ago. So anyway, but uh, to give you basically a quick rundown, he's out of Harvard University, as I stated. He's done three years. He was drafted by the New Jersey Devils prior to Harvard, but he decided to just go to Harvard anyways. And the Devils had his draft rights. So uh, if he would have done a fourth year of Harvard and completed that, he would have become a free agent, giving him reign to sign elsewhere. So Honestly, I I don't know what other option he personally had because, you know, uh, if you decide to just, you know, waste this year and just basically take a quote-unquote gap year in hockey because, like I said, Harvard wasn't going to be playing. I don't know if you could... I don't know if he could sign and play with, like, I don't know, like a recreational team, or uh, he certainly can't sign to play with another professional team. You know, I I don't know what he was going to do, but uh, anyways, I don't know what other option he had. This should have been a very easy decision. If I was in his shoes, this is a no-brainer. If Harvard's not going to do another season, there's no point in me just sitting around taking these online classes, because I'm basically guaranteed to go to the NHL. So, uh yeah, I might not be the first overall pick, and I might not get to the NHL right away, but I'm still guaranteed at least some sort of uh, job security if I take this NHL job versus just taking this quote-unquote gap year and then just going to the free agent pool and no one really has an idea of who I am as a player. They don't know if I've gotten better, if I've gotten worse, because like I said, you hadn't played in a year. So uh, I don't know what other option he had, but Kudos for the New Jersey Devils organization for getting a deal done and signing him to his three-year entry-level deal because, like I said, if he works hard enough, I think he could become the next Adam Fox for our Devils team, and that will be a great matchup to see once Riley Walsh gets ready because him and Adam Fox, former teammates for Harvard University, led their teams in scoring as defensive men. You, we see what Adam Fox has become with the New York Rangers. We see that uh, Lindy Ruff was in charge of that defensive unit, and now Lindy Ruff is at the helm for the New Jersey Devils. So, you know what? I'm, I'm excited to see what could happen to Riley Walsh if Ruff develops him properly now let's continue with this interview before we continue i know i know i know you're enjoying what you're listening to but just hear me out for a second because i need to make an important announcement chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, (laughs) I know I, I already said best of all, but this is even 
even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. You've been to a couple of Devil's development camps in the summer. So what from those experiences can you take in terms of like getting excited for what you can expect in a real camp whenever that happens? Yeah, I mean, just uh, the three development camps I've been to have been amazing they they put us up that we do all these you know good training but we do a lot of good team bonding and um i'm excited to see some of the guys that you know i've been meeting at camps but you know we go our separate ways after that um i'm just really excited to be a part of it all and and actually be signed and and a part of the organization instead of just you know a college kid coming in for a week um I'm really excited to be, you know, a part of the family. I feel so bad roasting the kid right now because, you know, he seems like a nice guy, but I don't know if anyone else heard, but there's a lot going on in the Walsh household. Nothing. It's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. Don't don't worry. But I'm just hearing a lot of background noises. I I just had to put that in. So if you are ever going to be interviewed and you can help it, uh, make sure you go to a place where background noises won't be picked up. Just just putting that out there. But anyway, uh, he didn't put too much detail into this answer because, you know, there wasn't really much to talk about because he's just said that he was honored to be a part of the development camp and he's grown chemistry with a lot of the players there. And obviously they all have to go their separate ways because not all of them will be staying with the New Jersey Devils because for anyone that doesn't know, a development camp is when they bring in a lot of young guys to just the organization. A lot of these guys are either drafted undrafted uh unsigned young guys in the free agent pools and they basically bring them in just to you know just develop them a little bit see if there's any diamonds in the rough or whatever the case might be so i'm glad that he's getting his feet wet with the devil's organization and that's one of the concerns i have because the devils are going to be one of those teams that hasn't played in almost a year due to this whole covid outbreak pandemic so uh i really hope these development camps were recent or no, wait, wait, wait. They wouldn't be recent due to the social distancing thing. I, anyway, I just hope he's played hockey in, within the last few months because don't want to be rusty, kid. Trust me, that's going to get you released. But uh, glad that he made chemistry, and I'm glad that he's making strides, and he was introduced somewhat to the show. So uh, that can go a long way. So don't underestimate practice like that. So let's go on to the next question. When you did sign the deal just recently, I mean, what conversation, if any, did you have with Fitzy just about, you know, the next stage of your career? Yeah, so we were in touch, you know, pretty frequently. And um, I think the biggest thing for for him and I was, you know, what can I do in the weeks, you know, almost months prior to to the scheduled training camp. And so we kind of worked on a plan where I'm going to be coming into Jersey and figuring out, you know, living and all that stuff um, these next couple of weeks, but um, coming in and, and starting to get acclimated with, you know, the, the staff, the equipment, all that stuff, everything that goes into it and start skating with some of the guys that are there now. And um, as much, you know, exposure I can get to NHL hockey or pro hockey in general, um, I figured why not, you know, try to prepare myself as best I can to, uh, you know, to be my best when training camp starts. So as some of you may or may not have been aware already, I am a huge fan of Tom Fitzgerald. I think he's doing an excellent job of rebuilding this New Jersey Devils organization. And I think he's making the right steps in trying to lead us into the promised land. 
can't say I agree entirely with his Lindy Ruff, uh, you know, signing, but that's an uh, episode for another day. Or, or wait, I've, I've made a lot of episodes about it, but uh, digressing a bit. So I really like what he's doing with this young kid right now. He's trying to get him back onto the ice, and I guess uh, my question has already been answered a minute or two ago. I was just saying, I hope he just gets to play hockey sometime soon because the New Jersey Devils are going to be one of those teams that hasn't hit the ice in a while because we weren't one of those teams invited to the bubble, in case you haven't realized. But uh, still, I'm glad glad that he's trying to make it an initiative to try to get this kid to New Jersey and also, well, he goes to school in uh, Cambridge. That's on the East Coast. That's not too far from New Jersey. That's a train ride. It's a long train ride, nonetheless. But still, get him to New Jersey quickly so he can get on the ice and just be ready for training camp because I don't know how long this kid is, hasn't been on the ice for. So credit to Fitzy for just trying to get this kid on the ice because we need all the help we can get. And maybe he can make an impact sooner rather than later. That's my personal opinion. All right. He was asked one final question. So drum roll, please. Amanda, take it away. All right, and finally, what will you miss most about college life, college experience, now going into the pros? Oh, I mean, I think just my teammates and, and everything like that. Like, we were obviously so close for all those years, and, and my roommates were on the team. And um, just just that whole group of guys that, that we've kind of been through it all together, um, I'm definitely going to miss that um and just the the road trips and everything that with the same group of guys because you know in pro hockey things can get switched around so just being with the same group and and just everything we've been through it's been a blast and I'm definitely going to miss that the most Riley good luck and I look forward to hopefully seeing you in New Jersey soon yeah thank you very much really that's the last question we have for him. You could have thought of something better. What's he going to miss about college? I'm sure he's had some great friendships in college. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Come on, he's going to the NHL. That's seriously the last question you have for him? I must say, this was probably my least favorite interview to analyze ever because this kid gave little to nothing. I'm excited for him as a player, but as a media personality, I would just stick to hockey. So don't expect this guy to be a YouTuber if he retires from the NHL. So, oh man, that's the best question question we can ask for him come on people like oh he's going to the nhl and you could have asked something better in college if you had to ask a college question you could have asked about his career at college you could have asked how he was the leader in scoring as a defensive man you could have asked him about his high school journey and how his dad was his head coach like come on that's the best question you can ask him go into detail i want to know more about this kid i want to know what he brings to the table ask him about his development i should have done this interview i could have gotten a lot more out of him but anyway that's all i got i mean seriously i don't try to be so judgmental but i want to know how much better he's gotten from his junior year till now because he obviously can't play his senior year what has he been doing to stay in shape what has he been doing to stay practicing what has he done to be stay ready like come on man anyway that's all i got for you guys there's gonna be more in store so continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey i'm heated right now because i just i that was just a letdown this interview was a letdown so anyway i'll catch you guys in tomorrow's episode we're gonna talk more about the new jersey devils young guys and who we could potentially get in a draft what our draft pick stands because the nhl playoffs has been great so far so right now our three first round picks are locked at a certain number and i will talk more about that in tomorrow's episode you know what i'm getting so excited just talking about i really just want to make this episode 40 minutes but i don't think i can and also let's talk more about the nhl expansion draft for the seattle kraken if we're still going to be talking about every fits you just a little bit because i'm a little curious about something because i did read an interesting uh, article or watch an interesting video and i want to dissect that so anyway that's about all the time i got for you guys stay tuned for tomorrow's episode